Let's go right. Hi everyone. Um, yeah, welcome to my first podcast for Fit for Forty. Um, I wanted to start off my my first ever podcast for my for my blog to um, talk a bit about supplementation because I know it's something that everybody thinks about when they first get into health and fitness and something that they're always getting hit with loads and loads over things like adverts in magazines, the television, and it's usually all over the news. You know, this is good this week, this is bad this week, this is going to kill you, this is going to make you a monster. So um, today I'm, I'm with a chap called um, James Kennedy. He's the founder of Get Focused and um, he's going to talk to us today about supplementation. Uh, I'm just going to hand over to James, let him talk to us all about, about um, where he's come from, his career, and and what he's doing today. So, James, yeah, over to you. Yeah, first of all, thanks for inviting me in. Anyway, and um, so my background um, is relatively extensive in both um, nutrition, fit, personal fitness, and also competitive bodybuilding and yeah. powerlifting as well. So, I started powerlifting when I was 16 years old at a British junior level, and then that eventually led me on to bodybuilding. Okay. And where I developed some really good strength principles through uh, powerlifting, it really did help to build my physique um, and get me started um, into bodybuilding, which over the years I've racked up over five UK BFF titles, various okay. other titles as well. Brilliant. And it's also, it's been a real key component in my, uh, in my sort of professional career with uh, as a personal trainer and nutritionist, whereas, um, I find that sometimes it's without actually having that hands-on experience, it's very difficult to apply all the things in which you learn um, at college and various different training courses and studies, yep. actually try to apply that without having that hands-on experience yourself. So it's made me incredibly um, uh, efficient at working with other people and getting also people with amazing results in regards to body transformations and yep. also strength gains in the gym as well. So ultimately helping people achieve their goals. Brilliant. It's, it's interesting you say you started at quite a young age, mm. like 16 years yeah. old. How, how, did you, how did you fall into that? How well, funny enough, a bit of a story. So before I was powerlifting, I actually um, was boxing from the age of 14. Okay. And um, I got knocked out uh, in a sparring match. And I actually lost my nerve a little bit for boxing. But right. I was always enjoyed the weight, tri weight training in, uh, side of the, 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 the boxing, uh, okay. boxing as, as a sport. And um, so... Where I lost my nerve a little bit for the actual fighting, I yeah. sort of developed a passion for doing more fitness and the resistance okay. training. Yeah. And then I slowly went from there. But one of the guys that first got me um, into it, who also met the bo boxing club, was um, was Rob Frampton, who's one of the um, UK strongman competitors. He's right, also competed okay. in the World's Strongest Man as well. Yeah. So um, it was myself and Rob, we started um, training at a gym in Southampton um, in years 2000. Okay. And it sort of went from there. And that's what sort of started to develop um, further into powerlifting and eventually okay. into, into bodybuilding. Brilliant, okay, and then out the other side of that, you're doing what you're doing today, so yep. you've got your own business, mm -hmm. you founded um, Get Focused. Correct, yeah. What, what are you doing today with, with that? What, well, we've, we've become sort of um, very renowned for body transformation, so we're not kind of like a, uh, a, a sort of a, a jack of all trades uh, company when it comes to sort of like health and personal fitness. Yeah, we, yeah. We tend to specialize in basically getting people results, making their bodies uh, look better in the shortest time possible, and okay. it also works with, all, with with my skill set with bodybuilding as well because although most people that I see and I work with are not looking to become bodybuilders or physique athletes um, it's kind of when I'm working with other people the principles are very very similar you're yeah. taking someone from a certain body 
uh, shape and type down to another one in obviously mm. the most effective, safest, quickest time possible. So yeah. the the principles, as I as I said, that I've learned from bodybuilding has become has really helped to build my reputation up as a personal trainer, my company reputation yeah. up as well as yeah. getting people very dramatic body transformation yeah. results. Brilliant, yeah. And like you say, one of the key words I, I, I got out of that was you said the word safe. You know, mm. losing weight or gaining yeah. weight in a safe way. Mm. You know, not 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 trying to find a quick fix. Yeah. And like obviously looking at yourself, you know, you've got a great physique, and and it comes back, it comes around to what you were saying earlier on, which I, I totally agree with. Finding some I don't like the word personal trainer. I kind of like coaches. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody's going to coach you yeah. and, and teach you about something. And um, finding someone like yourself who's who's done that and been through that, then you can give all that knowledge. Mm. And you know, you, you you've you know, I imagine you've learned the hard way a lot of things. That and that's a knowledge that you can give onto your clients yeah, and, and, and help them. You know, so they yeah. don't go down those same rat holes. Mm -hmm. Or you know, and also, I suppose as well, you can you can kind of sympathize with them when mm -hmm. somebody's doing a certain type of training or they're cutting for example yeah. and, and they're starting to feel hungry and they mm. get those you know they get those hunger pangs and they want yeah. you know and helping people with that sort of thing yeah you know, absolutely like you say you, go, you, you can go to a college you can read a book you mm -hmm. can do something but but if you haven't done it mm -hmm. you don't you're not gonna yeah and absolutely it's that kind of um, I suppose like an emotional side of it as well mm. which is mm. which is which I totally understand and and even uh, you know everyone that goes on a, uh, a fitness journey call it body transformation they will go through a lot of kind of emotional states yeah. of mind and it's yeah. emotional states of mind that I've been through countless times with and uh, you know with like certain failures on some areas yeah, and also yeah. the successes as well and it's also knowing um, it's knowing how to get through those points particularly yeah. when your kind of mind takes over and you start to become maybe a little bit negative about what you're doing yep, and yep. it's where some people will fall off the wagon and they will quit and yeah. it's, it's actually enabled them to give them the tools yes. I say not just physically but mentally as well to actually break through that yeah definitely definitely you get to that, and a lot of people get to that 8 to 12 week window and that's when yeah, they yeah. kind of disappear off the scene Absolutely, they've yeah. seen those early gains, yeah. everything's been nice and easy at that point Definitely. and then suddenly you start the strength isn't coming yeah. as quick as you want it to. No, and, absolutely. And, and, yeah. Well I think now I think um, you know um, we're, we're very much led by um, the internet and also mm -hmm. there's been this huge wave in um, apps and devices to monitor people's yeah. uh, so, uh, like uh, nutrition and yeah. their training and I find in some sense it's they're very beneficial, but they're also confusing people at the same time yeah, too. Yeah. And as we were talking about like body transformation and also what I've done with uh, with, with, with bodybuilding, it's um, one thing that which you can't get, which are the these apps and watches will tell you, is that kind of progressive s stages where you will when you start to hit those plateaus, how to get through that, because you find sometimes with these devices, they actually set your calories and the benchmarks in such a way, you can't actually go any lower than that. So right. whereas I was, what I try to do with people is basically make changes continuously along the way, bring yeah. slowly bring their calories down, slowly increasing their exercise yeah. intensity and frequency of sessions, which actually stops that plateauing um, effect. Yeah. Whereas a lot yeah. of people will get a watch or they'll get an app and they'll yeah. put their target weight in and what they want to do, mm -hmm. they get three or four weeks in and they smash into these plateau um, phases where yeah. um, they physically can't drop the calories anymore, they're already yeah. training five or six times a week. Yeah. And I find it incre in incredibly like frustrating as, as, as mm. well as, mm. as, as a trainer to um, you know, sort of be able to sort of try and pick that apart and get them to sort of like look at maybe starting a little bit smaller yes. and making the changes more progressive as they go, rather than going all out to start with. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. And uh, but that and that's where you, you know, like mm. that that's your 
your professionalism yes, there coming yeah. through, isn't it? And mm -hmm. helping people with that, you know, because yeah, I've I've certainly fallen foul of loads of traps of, of yeah. not, you know, just not knowing what I was doing. To yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you say, well, another thing that you said there, the internet, you know, yes. it's the worst thing in the world. Totally, the internet, yeah. You know well, I mean? well, anything from like if you if you read about a, um, the symptoms of a common cold, you've got six weeks to live. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. The exactly. internet is an absolute yeah. minefield. And so much bro science. Sort of yeah. coming through, Absolutely. Isn't there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, ultimately, the thing is, is that you will not find like one. Um, thread or article which will actually represent your body. Your body is very unique and how your body will respond to certain training methods and also like nutritional um, nutritional sort of approaches as well, you'll never find a complete um, answer for that. Yeah. It's something you have to kind of do with a bit of trial, trial and error, but ultimately getting guidance. And, mm. and again, that's where um, I suppose someone like myself can come in. It can actually sort of like fast track if you like so yeah. trying to get your body understand your body a lot quicker yeah. than experiencing lots and lots of failures before it takes you two or three years to actually work out what does work and what doesn't work yes, as well yeah, yeah, but yeah absolutely I mean the internet is an absolute mindful it's great for obtaining knowledge and reading is good but I think you have to very much take a um, kind of a bit of a a little bit of a back seat and also yeah. take it quite loosely as not to try and buy too much into any training method nutrition yeah. um, supplement or, or yeah. concepts and take it too literal indeed yeah indeed yeah I, t I t totally agree um, so that that kind of really nicely leads us in because we're talking about mm -hmm. nutrition now is to yeah one thing that people like to do is is well they basically they like to supplement their diets you yeah know, and, they, and they look for things and um, I find this this is a bit of a minefield as well and it's something I've struggled with over the last mm -hmm. five years you know I, I I, there were so many supplements out there. There were so many things like people were offering. Saying, I remember at one point, I probably you know paid like fifty quid for some some things called Alpha Male or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a picture of a monkey on the front <laughs> or something. You know, and I, yeah. and I and the guy in the shop was telling me, you know, this is good. You yeah. know, take it. And I was like, so I say, and then I think back to it now. This was probably about three or four years. What? what I didn't even know what I was taking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Let alone I just paid someone a load of money for it. It could have been anything. You know. <laughs> so um. So yeah, what I'd like to do is if we could go through today and you know we get your like like I said earlier the James Kennedy like, yeah, sure. list of key supplements mm -hmm. that people should be taking you know yeah. when they start out on their sort of fitness journey mm -hmm. you know so that they're not just going out and buying absolutely everything there is. No, absolutely, that, you know? and I, I think I mean f first and foremost, just look at the word supplement. A supplement is there to supplement something you are missing from your diet ultimately yeah. so for example if your diet is maybe low in protein you could look at maybe a protein supplement to go with yeah. that um, there's this huge huge debate around the whole supplement industry um, not just at the moment it's been going on for quite some time is actually how much our body uses called bioavailability how much our bodies can actually biologically use the the, yeah. uh, the, the actual ingredients in a supplement and if yeah. we just um, talk very briefly about vitamins okay. so like when you take a uh, multivitamin tablet or one of the um, like Everessence ones you drop in water. Yep. A couple of hours later, you're peeing a luminous um, yeah, like yeah, yeah. green, and yeah. it's uh, it's 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 that in itself actually shows you that the body is not using all of that 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 supplement. Okay. So you have like water soluble vitamins, which okay. is the ones in which we which we pee out, and we have mm. fat soluble vitamins. They're vitamins that get stored within fat cells. Okay. And there's a huge, like I said, debate is actually whether the body benefits from a vitamin tablet or not. Now, my personal take on it: if your diet is certainly low in like fruit and vegetables mm. and uh, and and sort of raw unprocessed foods. I don't see any harm in taking a multivitamin, but it should never ever be used as a supplement for, to as or sorry as an excuse for a bad diet. Right. Okay. Um, as in the fact is where we don't fully understand the um, the how much our body is utilising of that that. 
that that product that mm. supplement we're always better to go food first where the body we know that the body's benefiting from that and there's also things like certain phytochemicals which are found in like um, in in raw unprocessed foods like spinach etc which, yeah. which which you won't find in a supplement um, so yeah um, I mean vitamins definitely is, is one which is very you know and it's certainly an interesting one and yeah. and and how much our body uses the jury is still out on that yeah okay brilliant and and so alongside vitamins um there's other stuff yes, like yeah. fish oils fish oils are kind of another sort of um yeah omega-3 6 like fatty sort of acids yeah. yeah i mean again re reflect on your own um sort of like nutrition plan is the key really if your diet is very low in kind of particular like oily fish mm. like supplement with fish oils could be a good um, a good idea okay. as you know you're not getting enough of those fatty acids which is also key to a lot of health benefits within yeah. you know within uh, the, within the body so um supplementing with that could be of benefit if you're not getting enough from your diet okay but if your diet's certainly like rich in um, oily fish and mm. things like avocado and so on, then it yeah. lessens the need maybe to supplement okay. with that. Yeah, brilliant. And the, the biggest one I always find that everyone speaks about all the time is protein. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's what you know. That's where you see. And I, and probably a few months ago on the news, it was mm -hmm. getting a bad press. They yeah. were saying you know people consume too much protein, mm -hmm. people become ill from it. So yeah. What, so what's your take there? Is well, that well first of all, let's look at the amount of protein an individual would need, particularly someone who's active and is doing a lot of resistance-based um, training. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you you roughly need two grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. So you can kind of work that out. So someone at eighty kilograms will need one hundred and sixty yep. grams of protein roughly for their diet throughout the course of a day so like a chicken breast will contain something around about 40 grams of protein mm -hmm. tin of tuna a bit more than that, about 47 grams of protein one egg will be 12 grams of protein yep. now as we have like um, obviously you'd be aware of uh, like whey protein supplements. Now the term yeah. whey is basically the formation of amino acids which have been put together to form the whey protein okay. as it's branded as. And whey is derived from uh, milk, so it's, um, yeah. it's, it's derived from uh, dairy. Now whey protein um, can be a great supplement to have after training. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, two reasons. One, it's very uh, easy on the digestive system because the last thing you wanna do when you finish a hard training session is consume a chicken breast or yeah, something like that. You okay, just yeah. might not feel um, that would be your sort of um, be able to settle very well on yeah, your stomach. Yeah. It also takes too long to break down. And the second thing on that basis is it's very quickly absorbed within the within the digestive system. Okay. So particularly it being liquid as well and the string of amino acids, it's very quickly broken down and been able to utilise by the muscles to help the repair and the recovery process. Right. So okay. whey protein is, is is definitely one to put in kind of your uh, your supplement arsenal really. Yeah, of, um, okay. of, of uh, not drinking it all day long. No, getting your sup getting your protein from other real rich food, Correct, you know, unprocessed yeah. good food, yeah, and then only using it in that around that sort of training sort of area when you need to get that yeah sort of it, it, exactly that you've kind of nailed it really. I mean, um, some people that um, that tend to have low protein diets, particularly uh, vegetarians as well, yeah, there may be the demand to throw in a whey protein shake in the afternoon okay. or um, mid morning, which yep. um, which there's absolutely no problem in that. But again, as I sort of previously said, we mustn't use supplements even whey protein is an mm. excuse for a bad yeah, diet. They're, they're yeah. really designed, particularly some like whey, more geared towards a sporting uh, yeah. performance purpose and certainly that recovery aid at the end of the session. Yeah, so, yeah. And you mentioned as well about, um, about the 
press, uh, bad press regarding whey protein yep. and protein supplements lately. Now, interestingly, this, um, this came on the radio when I was in the gym a couple of months um, back, and it, my ears um, pricked up uh, immediately because it's the way the headline sounded, it, mm. you would listen to that and you would think, right, that's it, protein's bad and I, I shouldn't be taking so much protein in my diet. Yeah. But when you actually sort of listen to the, to the news report and read the article, it's about people literally living on whey protein yeah. supplements, yeah. which is horrendously bad for the digestive system yeah. because of obviously a dairy in that amount of quantity as well and also mm. protein will massively upset your stomach. Yeah. And as I've, again, I've said previously, it's, um, it's more important about to get the right nutrients from food. So yeah. if you're consuming consuming three or four whey protein shakes a day and your diet's incredibly out of balance, mm. so you're not getting the right vitamins, minerals, or the, the essential fats, for example, yeah. it's common sense it's going to be bad. Yes. But in regards to the fact that protein being a, uh, a, a nutrient which is going to cause you harm, you'd have to consume a lot of protein, well beyond the levels in which I've given you, yeah. um, to actually become a problem. And the only problem, well, not the only problem, I mean, it sounds sort of like um, less, it, will, it can put stress on your kidneys, the high right. protein okay. um, consumption. Yep. So it's also important with any um, slightly higher protein diet, if you're active, is to consume plenty of water with that as yeah, well. Okay. But as I said, it's, it's more abuse of it than it is yeah. actually sensible use. Yeah, and, it, and it's just people not in the know, isn't Correct. it? Correct, you know, yeah, they, definitely. They just think that they drink this magic shake, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help them out, you know? Yeah, you definitely. So like I said, just to summarise on the whey protein, I think it's great to use like post-training. If your diet is slightly low in protein, you could you could introduce it into maybe a mid-morning or mid-afternoon snack to give your, your diet a bit of a protein yeah. boost. Okay, there was one thing I noticed as well, because I I, I, I I was taking whey protein for mm -hmm. quite a long time, and I, and I started to become kind of bloated off the back of it. I also yeah. started to become um, um, sort of, well, lactose intolerant almost sure, yeah. is the word, I suppose. Um, I, I ended up switching, because there's other proteins out there, isn't there, if you're mm -hmm. a vegan or something like yeah. that, that, you, that, that equally you can take, such as like yeah. the, the one I'm taking at the moment is pea. Yeah, it's hard pea to drink. Protein, yeah. It's like drinking cabbage. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, it's one of those things, you get used to it, I only drink it once a day, so I don't have to worry sure, about it, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, I suppose there's others out there. Um, how, how do you... How do you know a good protein from a bad protein? So if I go in a shop, there's going to yeah. be loads of different, you know, different different mate, sure, you know, yeah. different supply vendors, I suppose yes. is the word, of, of these different proteins, all trying to get you to buy it. How, from just looking at the packaging, yeah. what's in it? How could I? Yeah, I th it's a great question. I mean, I, I, I'll give an example. Um, I went to uh, Body Power uh, this year, which is the big fitness expo, yep. um, which is um, spaced over a couple of days in Birmingham. They get like over a hundred thousand people through the door. Yep. Now that is is extremely interesting and follows exactly along the line of what you're saying. There, you've got over three hundred companies, basically all selling the same stuff. Mm. So they're selling the whey proteins, the creatines, the fat burners, yep. and they're all competing with each other. Now, basically, whey protein is whey protein. It's, it's a string of amino acids mm. in a set line. That's what whey protein is. Yep. So in regards to sort of pro, like a, a whey protein being different from one to the, to the other, yep. there's not a huge amount of difference. The difference will become what is else is in that product. Right, okay. And my personal opinion on this is a lot of companies are trying to outdo one another by throwing in stuff you don't necessarily need into products right. to bump the price up and also to compete with the other, yeah. you know, with the other brands. So an all-in-one sort of mix. Yeah, sort de of thing. definitely. Yeah, but they're yeah. putting stuff in there you don't really need. So yeah. added vitamins, added minerals, which yeah. might not be essential. Yeah. Um, like some of them add creatine into yeah. it. Um, okay. There's so many different sort of like concepts. The way 
way. Now back on to what you were saying about the different um, the different types of protein. Like for example, you've got casein protein, which is a slow release yeah. um, nighttime protein okay, as well, yeah. which can be um, used quite frequently, sort of in a in a food plan. You've got the pea protein, you've got hemp protein as well. Yeah. So certainly, if you've got like certain dietary intolerances, like you're lactose intolerant, mm. then you might swing more towards um, like a, a dairy-free protein, like mm. the hemp. The the the, the the thing to remember with any with a non-whey protein is making sure the amino acid content is high enough and the bioavailability should be there. Now to right. make sure of that, I've, if you're not taking a whey protein, mm. I would consume some amino acids in addition okay. to the hemp protein as well, just to make sure your body's getting maximum uptake of that Okay, protein. so that's your typical BCAAs. Correct, yeah, BCAAs work. Things, yeah. Or even okay. um, you can buy um, you can buy very easily um, online or in any nutrition store just some essential amino acids as well okay. which you can take with that. Brilliant. So. Okay, that's cool. So that's so what we got. So we, we we've got multivitamin. Yeah. You know, fish oil. If you need to supplement, you're not getting enough oil. Yeah. Got, but like you were saying, avocado fish. Yeah. We we we've got the protein. Now, one thing you just stepped on the next one actually the creatine. So yeah. That's another one that there's been a lot. Of, I think it's probably one of the most tested sort of um, yeah. supplements ever yeah. because there was a lot about kidney, how it would damage your kidneys, wasn't there? Originally? Yeah, correct. But is that is that is that just a myth now, or is that just um, I, again? I, I, I th absolutely, I, th I think um, I think first of all, it's understanding whatever you want to introduce into your supplement uh, regime, mm. it has to have a direct correlation to the objective of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And again, as I keep mentioning, there's no substitute for missing things out of your diet. Yeah. So if you take like um, uh, two pounds of lean meat will contain one tablespoon of creatine. So right, creatine is okay. naturally occurring oh, I didn't within know food. That. Okay. So um, the one in which we supplement with, and which we're constantly seeing on. Um, uh, advertised on certain websites and also yeah. um, supplement stores is creatine monohydrate, which is used towards like strength gaining purposes yeah. usually. So um, to use creatine safely, it should be used really in no longer than six to eight week blocks. Okay, um, and that's to avoid any excessive stress on the on the kid on okay. the kidneys. Yeah. and you should also take a loading phase with it as well. So you should up to so double the dosage for five days to increase the uptake. Then you taper that down, and you normally load anything between sort of ten and twenty grams, and you maintain it between five and ten okay. grams. And what, what's creatine doing for you? So you're saying it's it's helping with strength. And, uh, yeah, it, it basically um, enhances the water cell volume inside the muscles. So yeah. at that time in which you're taking creatine, you should make some really good strength gains it can also um, help to uptake more nutrients um, as, as well yeah. to help the, the muscles absorb more protein yeah. but what I tend to find is the strength gains whilst you're on a creatine cycle can actually be quite significant also the size gains yeah. but what you find you lose some of that when you when you come off so it's okay. almost like you have to accept it might blast you for a bit of a plateau yeah. Yeah. but at the same time you're going to might lose a bit of that when you come off taking yeah. creatine particularly kind of the, some of the size gains because of the water cell volume yeah. within inside the muscles will increase with the creatine okay. cycle and this is when people get tempted to stay on those cycles longer because yeah. they don't you know that's when the mental issues come into it yeah. people don't want to lose those that gain or that Correct. Yeah. and then you're putting yourself at risk so you've got to know that you know yeah Absolutely, and I think it's, it's like creatine should be used um, uh, again at the right point in your training as mm. well. Whether it's to blast you through a plateau, it's to maybe sort of get you towards a certain or help you towards a certain strength goal which you're trying to uh, which you're trying to hit. But okay. uh, but just like I said, be aware it needs to have relevance with whatever the goal 
and objective yeah. is, which yeah. is really important yeah. and as well. That, no, I think that's it, isn't it? People, people have, everyone's got a different goal. Everyone's training for something. And, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's aligning that to your diet Correct. and what you need to do. Okay, so creatine something that you would put in if, if, if you were doing yeah, a Yeah, the right point training. in time, yeah. definitely, yeah. Okay, so we got way. Um, what, what else? What, what else um, well, it's not so, I mean, in regards yeah. to sort of like my, you know, my sort of top, um, my sort of like top line of supplements, I've yeah. really kind of gone through it. I think the, the you know, multivitamins is a backup really, is a bit of health insurance can yep. work well, particularly yep. if your conscious diet's low in yep. um, fruit and vegetables. Yep. Whey protein post-training is, is, is great one. The yep. fish oils, again, is to boost up your fatty acid yep. content, which has got a whole range of health benefits within the body. Yep. And um, as we um, just talked about creatine as well, which yep. can work well to sort of kind of blast you through um, plateaus. Now, a, a couple of other ones. These are not ones I'd recommend or I'd certainly like to talk about. The first one is fat burners, right? Um, yeah, which that's is also a major thing, isn't it? Where people yeah. kind of lose weight, etc. Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely huge, and um, these have taken um, the supplement market by storm, mm. particularly mm. over the last sort of like five or six years, as the kind of fitness, or certainly the muscle and fitness strength industry has, has evolved. Um, people are taking their training more seriously. More people want the quick fixes as well, yeah, and yeah. the advertising for these products is incredibly powerful. Even with my sort of knowledge and background, I have to kind of double take at the advert sometimes because yeah. it's incredibly dramatic the way they advertise these yeah, products. Yeah. But first of all, let's look at what a fat burner actually is. I mean, a fat burner really is just a combination of caffeine and stimulants yes. to actually help or try to increase the body's thermogenic process to try and boost up the metabolism. Right, yeah. But the actual fat burning, direct fat burning effect from a fat burner is actually relatively minimal. Right. Okay. Um, it, it will affect the metabolism by merely a, like a few percent, which is like okay. a drop in the ocean, really. Yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, and that's, that's subject to sort of like huge debate. Um, but what you tend to find with fat burners is more the indirect effect. So, like if you take um, a fat burner, particularly with fat burner with a supplement called beta alanine, mm. um, if you've ever taken it, it makes you it feels like you've got ants tingling. on your skin. It makes yeah, you tingle. Oh, yeah, I have. So you you take it until like kind of the uninitiated, they'll take it and think, my goodness, this is working. I can yeah. feel the effects, the increase, um, the, the, the increase in caffeine. So yeah. a fat burner will have something in a region of about 250 milligrams of caffeine in, which is, a, is like a couple of double espressos pretty much. Mm -hmm. So the combination of all these different things, you actually feel that it's working. Mm. But re in reality, as I said, it's, it, the fat burn effect is minimal. But the indirect effect, it can stop you getting hungry quite so, um, so often. So yep. you tend to eat less. Yep. And um, it can make you feel a bit buzzy. So your energy levels will pick up and you mm. tend to be moving around more. So energy expenditure will pick up as a direct result of any stimulants. Okay. And also the fact that if you're struggling with appetite on a diet, indirectly um, anything which is gonna be, again, be a stimulant will work. Mm. But mm. actually when these products are advertising becoming fat burners, yeah. it's a real, real, yeah, I think I think they're almost aiming at people in a really bad place, aren't they? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know what I mean? And you 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 you're desperate and you want that yeah, quick definitely, fix. And yeah. Suddenly, someone's giving you that magic yeah. pill, aren't they? And saying, yeah. "Take this." It's well, there's sort, nothing yeah. that can like can su that can supplement out of a of, of a bad you know, of a bad diet. And, and let's get, you know get one thing very clear with with fat burners if you're if you're not in a calorie deficit, mm. it doesn't matter what you take, you yeah. will not get the results yeah. in which you yeah. want. Yeah. Now. Do I recommend fat burners? I think 
that if you've got your training absolutely spot on, you've got your nutrition regime absolutely spot on, yeah. and you're at an advanced stage of your kind of, again, if we correlate the, the objective mm. of what mm. we're actually trying to, you know, trying to achieve yep. with what we're actually sort of taking the supplement um, for, yep. and we're like three or four weeks away from a, maybe you're going on holiday and you want to get that last bit of fat off, yep. you're struggling with, uh, with energy levels in the gym and, uh, and hunger. Yep. Yes, I think there is, a, there is a place for it, but I definitely don't think they should be used forever in the day yeah, yeah, and yeah. they sh and they, there's absolutely you're, you're basically peeing your money down the toilet mm. if you if you with don't don't make the necessary changes to the diet and you don't make the necessary changes to your training mm. and you're taking fat burners to supplement again a very poor regime yeah so I mean, and uh, a few years ago there were even worse fat burners on the market i know they've been <coughs> made illegal in the uk but basically yeah, people were taking some sort of fertilizer sort of yeah product, well there was one it? um the one which has got a lot of press recently is one called dnp yeah, yeah. um dmp um is how uh, they find the actual um ingredients in dynamite road paint right, um, yeah, all sorts yeah. of things also um, it's still found in pesticides as well yeah. now DMP is slightly different from what we're talking about from the over the over the counter yes um, fat burners that contain caffeine DM DMP was um, originally used for soldiers um, Russian soldiers to actually right. keep them warm okay um, in, um, in in the, the trenches yep. and stuff when they yep. were very cold they would yep. actually have that with them to actually warm them up okay. now DMP has a very 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 potent effect on the metabolism. Mm. It it does do that, mm. but there was a, a, a couple of um, interesting stories lately. One, a girl um, at university who wasn't actually that overweight obtained some of these uh, DMP capsules online, yeah. and she took the the, the recommended. Well, there's no recommended dose, but the the, the kind of like off-the-shelf companies that are selling these products yeah. recommend something in the region of about 100 to 250 milligrams depending on your body weight. Right, okay. This girl took six times that amount right, which, would, okay. which, which yeah. basically was um, completely OD'd on it and it literally cooked her from the inside out. Right. There's nothing the paramedics could do to yeah. save her. It, it, it's, yeah. it, it, it's an extremely awful, dangerous um, product and uh, again this is why that they trying to get better regulation now over the supplement injury for these yeah. things kind of coming onto the market. Yeah. I mean, that never found its way into your on, you know, your kind of your high street nutrition stores. Yeah, yeah. But um, just like a lot of things, it, it can, it could and, and can still be obtained yeah. online. But as I said, it's, 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 I think the fact you're putting poison into your body yeah, it's should just not really, 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 no, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, and you were saying there was something else. You, yeah, there was another one. You were saying there's two more. Do you, yeah, so I mean, well, there's a whole array that have come onto the market and been banned. There's certain also yeah. medical drugs. One of them is called um, clenbuterol, which was right, okay. originally used for asthmatics, yeah. um, and that was actually demonstrated to show quite profound fat burning um, effects. Okay, um, and which again is still very much found on the black market, but okay. um, it can cause extreme complications with um, with blood pressure. Um, yeah. It can trigger bouts of anxiety. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it also hits your central nervous system quite hard, could make you very, very jittery. Okay. So again, you're kind of playing Russian roulette with your health. You are, yeah, and the whole thing of what you're doing is you're, you're looking for that goal to get healthy. Yeah. It's almost like you're going against what you're actually trying to achieve anyway, Absolutely, isn't it? Absolutely, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's just, it's just a sort of really, for, you know, for clarity, when we're sort of discussing sort of fat burners, mm. the more the ones you get off the house, uh, get from the shelf, mm. these are ones which have been used more underground and which yeah. are still used yeah. to this um, to this day and I yeah. think like, a lot of people that read because I get questions literally 
weekly asked about these products, yeah, which are, yeah. let's say, no longer obtainable, yeah. um, about what they do and how they work, and I always give people very open and honest information yeah, on yeah. them. Yeah, and, and that's what you can do, isn't yeah. it, I suppose, and that's really it. So, what, okay, so, f so fat burners, that, that, that's great. Um, what about other things like um, like older people? So <laughs> I class myself as an older person these days. I'm, I'm 38. I'm not that old. Yeah. But, but they talk about like when you get like into your 40s, you start losing low levels of testosterone lower. And sure. Yeah. Testosterone boosters. Yeah. Do they have any sort of place in anyone? I, I think you've got to be very careful, like with testosterone boosters, what the actual claims of the the companies are trying to do. Because again, as I keep mentioning, that there's a lot of false claims or exaggerated inflated claims of yep. what these products do. I think a very good product for anyone over the age of really 35 could take like a zinc magnesium aspirate right, um, okay. combination which is called ZMA okay. um, yep. which helps the body uh, the body's formation of testosterone okay. um, which is um, nothing wrong with putting that into your into yep. your supplement cabinet so okay. oh, brilliant brilliant okay so um so yeah, we we've got there with the definitive list. We're, we're, well, it's not a definitive list as we've as we've yeah. talked about. It supplements are something that don't deal with having a bad diet. Yeah. It's about having that rounded diet, that whole diet, mm -hmm. non-processed food, getting yes, everything we yeah. need, and then drawing our goals and everything, just adding that in. Um. Well, I just like to say, sorry. Thank thanks, James, for no, today. my pleasure. It's, it's been brilliant. Um. Um, no doubt we'll we'll meet up and talk again about um, other things. I'd like to definitely explore things around the coaching and personal training. Yeah, and, definitely. And, yeah. and what you offer and, and then getting out to my readers, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, okay. no worries. Thanks for your time. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, thank Cheers. you. No worries. Cheers.